All right. Hello there. This is A.D. Robles, and you're listening to A.D. on the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network. Woo! All right, all right. Let's get into it today. Man, I injured my pectoral earlier today. Man, I was I was out there. I was throwing weights around, pumping iron. You know how it is. When, when you're a Christian nationalist, this is just what you do, right? <laughs> I was out there, though, but I, but I injured myself. But there is... A benefit to injuring yourself, uh, at least a muscle, is that you get to use Ben Gay or Icy Hot or something like that. This is just a phenomenal product, man. I feel I wish I could just always use it, but I don't know. I mean, it probably does something bad to you, but it feels really, really good. I got it on my pec right now, and just it just feels wonderful. It's kind of like when I was when I was in uh, college, I used to always uh, like there was always an upside to getting sick, right? You know, you get a cold or something like that. And that's, that's no fun. You know, you get a cold, you catch a flu. That's not fun. But at least you get to use NyQuil. I used to always say that. Because NyQuil sleep, man. NyQuil sleep and NyQuil dreams, there's nothing like it. You got to look for the silver linings in life sometimes. You do. You really do. All right. Let's, uh, let's jump into it today, right? Uh, by now, you've seen the statistics when it comes to uh, gender and uh, and marital status and the results uh, of on the election and things like that. And by now, you know that the reason that the red wave was stopped was because of single women. Single women overwhelmingly vote Democrat, liberal, progressive. No matter what crazy idea you have, you can be sure that single women will support it. Now, of course, that doesn't mean all single women. There are plenty of single women. And I, I know of some in my own life, my own mind that vote wonderfully. But as a block, there is no question that single women are the worst voters of all time. Now, here's the reality. Here's the reality. Back in the Old Testament, God, uh, you know, he was mocking his people. And I, I imagine, doesn't say this in the text, but I imagine him uh, sitting up in the heavens laughing. Um, and he mocks his people and he says, women rule over you. This is scripture. He's mocking his covenant people and he's laughing at them because women rule over them. Children rule over them. And, you know, of course, the United States is not his covenant people in that way. But the same rules of, of gender and morality and what, you know, what women are designed for, what they're not designed for, they still apply to us today. So God, he was laughing then. He's definitely laughing now because women rule over us. And that's not a good thing. That's not a good thing at all. Now, here's the reality. Women are great. <laughs> they just are. Women are great. I, th I always find it, it just blows my mind that a human being can grow within another human being, and, uh, within a woman. And, the, and it's, it's so amazing to me that this happens. And the woman, you know, is, is, is by stature, they're just, they're weaker, they're smaller, they're short. It's amazing. Like, so you, women that are so short and then they have like six kids. It's like, man, how do they find the strength to do it? God, God, God created women in such an amazing way. And especially wives, like my own wife, for example, She's so loyal. She's so good. She she helps me in so many ways, and it's just like amazing. Like and, and even in things we disagree with, like sometimes me and my wife will disagree. Uh, sometimes I'll give you an example that that you guys could probably understand because you watch me on YouTube. Um, sometimes she doesn't like my tone. She doesn't. So, sometimes she doesn't like my tone, and you know what? Here's the truth. Sometimes she's right, 
And she she knows my tone better than anyone. She knows when I'm being just loud, and that's just how I am. She knows when I'm just got that Puerto Rican spice, you know, and I'm just being a little spicy. And she also knows when I'm angry in an inappropriate way. And so she can detect some of that stuff in my tone because she knows my tone better than you do. She knows my tone better than anybody. And so sometimes she's right, and actually she's helped me in the past to not maybe release a video that I shouldn't release. And, and she's been right sometimes. But sometimes she's been wrong because as a woman, uh, she doesn't sometimes understand that sometimes a, a, an aggressive tone is necessary and completely appropriate. And so sometimes, you know, I overrule her and I say, you know, I, I appreciate you letting me know, but actually I'm going to continue to do this because it's necessary and here's why. And we don't always necessarily see eye to eye, but she's tremendously loyal and it's just a wonderful thing and husbands if you've got if you guys have a loyal wife you know that there's just like nothing better than that it's just it's amazing when you've got a wife that trusts you when a, when you've got a, a wife that relies on you and she's and she loves you and she wants to help you and she keeps the home she's a manager of the home and all of these things that is a wonderful wonderful blessing we know that from scripture but you guys you guys know it from experience but sometimes that loyalty, though, that, that, that loyalty can, can cause women to act irrationally. I had a cousin. Oh, I still have him, actually. <laughs> I had a cousin. That, that implies that he died. No, he has, he's not dead. But I have a cousin who was a police officer in New York City. In fact, he still is. He's a detective now. And, uh, but what it, his first unit was domestic violence, right? That was his, the first unit he was assigned to. And, he, and this is in New York City. Um, and... If you could imagine what the detect the, the domestic violence uh, unit at in New York City is like, it's everything that you think it was like. Like he he would tell me stories and stuff like that, and and the and the truth is, what he told me is that domestic violence uh, calls are some of the most dangerous calls that you could go on because what happens a lot of times, way more than you would think, is that the wife will call uh, out of desperation. She'll call the police because her husband's hitting her or whatever it is, right? And then when you show up, the, the, you, you basically have to watch your back. Like, it's not just the guy you have to worry about. It's also the woman. Because sometimes what happens is when the woman realized, because she called you out of desperation, right? She was, she was worried or whatever. But because she, she's, she's grown to rely on this man so much emotionally, financially, with her security, and this is counterintuitive because he was just beating on her, but she does rely on him for security in general, especially in New York City. She's come to rely on this man so much that when you get there and you're threatening now to take him out, you're going to take him to jail or prison or whatever it is that you're going to do, a lot of times the wife will turn on you. And you're there to save her, and the wife will turn on you, and you have to watch your back because some people have been stabbed by the woman who called the police to save her from her husband and it's like, or boyfriend or whatever. And it's like, and it's like this is sometimes that loyalty and that reliance that, that, that your wife has on you, it causes them to act irrationally. Now, hopefully you're not beating on your wife. If you are, repent of your sins. Turn yourself in because you're, you're a demon if you're hitting your wife. But here's the reality that that, 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 um, that reliance can cause a woman to act irrationally. And the reality is that I think that's what we're seeing in the electorate. It's just that simple. So, 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 so the amount of single women that uh, are out there, um, that's something that has been done by design. The, the civil governing authority has made it possible. And, and this is evil. This is not the way it ought to be. 
the civil governing authority has made it possible for uh, you to survive as a single woman without finding, you you're not even looking for a husband. You're, you're going to thrive. You don't need no man. It's giving you welfare. You don't need them financially. It's giving you security. At least that's what it claims. It's giving you emotional um, support as well. And, and it's created a situation where the civil governing authority is essentially the stand-in for a husband. It'll take care of you in all of the ways that a husband would normally take care of you. And it's, and it's an abusive relationship. It's an abusive relationship because actually the state can't really provide all of these things completely or in a way that actually fulfills, that actually lets you to fulfill your, uh, your wifely duties. It can't actually do that, but, but, it, but it claims to by superficial, superficially giving you so many of these things. And so we've got this, this group of women that are going to be perpetual, um, essentially brides of the state. And so they're going to act irrationally. They're going to act against their best interests. You know, w- women that are in domestic violence situations, you know, and, and, and you find out that the, the man was actually abusing the children as well. And you, and you look at this woman and you're like, why didn't you defend your child? It's like you want to, like, wring their necks. It's like, what's wrong with you? And the reality is that there's sort of like a people call it a trauma bond. And, and there's like this bond that gets created and you're, you're reliant on the person that's hurting you the most. And so you act not in your best interest. You act not in the best interest of your child. You act in, in an interest contrary to yours. But because you've developed this bond with your, with your abuser, you still will help them out. You'll still vote for them. And that's why you end up with these weird discrepancies, right? Because, because on the one hand, um, Democrats, they want to let you get your abortion so you can kill your children. That's obviously not in your best interest. That's obviously not in the best interest of your children. But you vote for that because you, 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 you're, you're trusting the state to fulfill you. You're, you're trusting the state to give you the things you need. But on the other hand, the Democrats are the same ones that want light sentences for rapists. And, and they put rapists back out on the street so they can rape again and stuff like that. That's definitely not in your best interest. But you're acting irrationally you're voting irrationally you know you know who who suffers the most when it comes to inflation and, and the ability to buy food is now double the, the cost of buying food is now doubled and things like that well it's like single women probably that that suffer the most it's poorer people and single women often are very poor and so you're you, you're voting for the very same policies that are screwing you over left and right that this is the same thing that's going on in the mind of a woman who calls the police because her husband's attacking her, and then when the police are come to help her, she turns around and then attacks the police. She's not acting rationally. She's become a a wife of an abuser, and this is not to 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 this is not to like make fun of that because I know people that have formed some of these kind of trauma bonds, and it's like, well, what? Why didn't she just leave? Like, what is wrong with you? And if you talk to women like this, which I have, it's like they. It's it's like they 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 didn't they weren't living in 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 reality. They had formed this 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 perception that was not the reality. They formed this perception of this man that he was actually taking care of, care of them when he was actually the one that was abusing them. I think there's a lot of women, single women in particular, that have formed a kind of trauma bond with the civil governing authority. The civil governing authority is not in their best interest, and yet they consistently vote for it again and again and again. They're married to the state, and just like a domestic violence victim, they are acting irrationally when they vote for for that same state. Here's the thing. 
here's the thing. It's not just women, though. It's not just women. Because there's a lot of guys who vote for this same abusive state. Now, if you look at the statistics, you know, we can see the differences. And that's why this video is primarily about women. But the thing is, men can be made into wives of the state as well. Men can be made into wives of the state as well, where they're reliant on the state for financial support. They're reliant on the state for security. They're reliant on the state for emotion, emotional support and all of this thing. And this is the kind of thing that you see happen in prison, right? So men are turned into wives in prison. And, and if you watch, ever watched a prison show, what often happens is that weak prisoners, something will happen to them. It's called a heart check, right? And it, the, heart, the, the point of a heart check, someone will steal something from you or something, someone will do something blatantly disrespectful to you, right? And the whole point of a heart check is not to see if you're a good fighter or if, you, if you're strong, you're going to beat them up or something. That's not really the point. The point is, are you going to defend yourself at all? Right. Like if someone steals your food in, in, in prison. Right. And you fight them and you get your butt kicked. Right. That's you. You've you've almost passed the heart check a little bit because it, this is not going to be a perpetual victim. He's going to fight every time we try to take his food. He's going to fight. And it's not the ideal victim. Now, you still might get victimized if you're really weak and you can't defend yourself like at all. But 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 even being willing to fight is sort of passing the heart check a little bit, right? What they're looking for, though, is they want to steal something from someone that doesn't do anything, just lets it happen, right? And then what will happen with one of those people is they'll be turned into wives because he's, gonna, he, he's a victim. He's a victim. We're the predators. He's the prey. He's not going to do anything, so I can do anything I want to this person. And they, those guys get made wives, and they rely on their abuser, the person that's raping them and, and hurting them. They rely on them for security, for food, for emotional support, they're turned into wives is what, they're, what, they're, what happens to them. So men can be turned into wives. And I got to be honest with you. I have a hard time looking at what happened with COVID, with all of the insane rules. I have a hard time looking at you know the 2020 election, the blatancy of how that was stolen and the election fraud and what just happened. And I have a hard time looking at that as anything but a heart check. You all were heart-checked recently in the last few years. You all were heart-checked, and so many of us failed that heart-check, and we were turned into wives of the state. The state found out through COVID, found out through 2020 uh, elections that they can do anything they want, and you're not going to do anything about it. And they were right. We were turned into wives of the state. And so we're going to do as we're told. We're going to vote as we're told. Even if it's against our interests, even if it's even if it's obviously against our interests, we're acting irrationally. The people, the, this is the very same people that brought us massive inflation are promising. Well, we're going to get you. Out. Oh, yeah, we're going to give you that uh, that uh, that student loan forgiveness. Yeah, we're going to give you that student loan forgiveness. And then the very next day after you did exactly what they told you to do. eh. I'm not going to do it. That's what happens in prison too, man. If you've ever listened to a prison story, you'll get a guy who's weak. He's, you know, he, he can't defend himself. He's in there all alone. He doesn't know how to make friends. And someone will come up to him and they'll extort him. They'll say, you know what? Give me a couple hundred bucks a week. We'll protect you. We'll protect you from all these, these savages in here. And then they take your money and they don't protect you. And then you fall for it again next week, and you fall for it again next week because you are a, you're a prey, and they're a predator. You failed the heart check. Because if somebody says, I'll protect you if you give me money, like once you give him the money, he knows you can't do anything because you're paying for protection. 
What are you going to do? Are you going to fight him? See, that's the thing. He, you failed the heart check. And so they know you, you, you're a mark. You're a mark. And so that's what's happened. So we've got single women who have married the state functionally, and all, they rely on the state for everything that, that, a, that, a, that a married woman would rely on her husband for. And so they do exactly what the state is told because they, are, they understand that they're there as the wife of the state, and they're going to act as the wife of the state, and they're going to do the things like, look, if I decided that we needed to move to Florida or Texas or wherever, my wife would come with me. It's just that simple. She would. She would come with me. She would follow me where I went because she's my wife and she's loyal to me, right? And I'm not a bad husband, so I'm not going to abuse that, that, that authority, right? I'm not going to abuse that authority. But there are a lot of bad husbands out there that do. And, and the, the reality is that the state is po- quite possibly the worst husband you could possibly imagine, and yet they're still loyal and there's a lot of men who have been turned into women. They've been turned into wives of the state, and that's what, we, that's what we've got going on here with this with the, with the Democrats are so objectively horrendous in every way. They're so evil in every way. And the fact that we've got Christians out here like, like, like trying to come up with a way to defend it. Oh, this is not a Democrat-Republican problem. And like the only reason that, that, that Aiken is saying that kind of stuff is because... <laughs> let, me not, let, let me not get into trouble. Let me not get into trouble. <laughs> Anyway, the point, though, is don't don't allow if you're a man and uh, you have a wife um, or even if you don't have a wife, don't 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 allow yourself to become functionally a wife of the state because you will you will be turned into you'll be turned out. That's the thing. The Democrats turn people out and they do it with pinpoint precision. If you don't know what being turned out means, take a look. Don't don't uh, don't look at videos about it. Just look it up on Urban Dictionary, right? That's what this that's what the that's what the that's what the civil governing authority in the United States does. It turns out people. You you've got to find a way to to be to be a free agent here, man. You know, you you respect the state, you obey the state when they're giving you godly orders. Mind your own business and 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 be reliant on yourself. Don't allow yourself to be turned out by the state. When you when you take welfare, you take PPP, you know, you take uh and look, if, if you've got no choice, I, I get it. I'm not I'm not saying, you know, you should starve, right? But if you're on welfare, man, you've got to do everything you can to get off that. I, I've got some ideas actually for for some systems in the church that we can we can implement so that we can avoid this for, for Christians. Because right now a lot of Christians are on welfare because they just have no choice and churches are not set up to, to, to support people like this. And we ought to be. We ought to be. There's so many resources in the church. There's so much money in the church that we should be able to make sure that people don't have to be uh, slaves to the state. If you're on welfare and you still vote the right way according to Christian principles, you don't vote for— if you're, if you're on welfare, you're on these programs, and you're not voting for Democrats, then I got no beef with you. But if you are voting for Democrats, I'd, I'd ask you to consider how much you've been made to be a wife of the state and what that's done to your mind and how that's— 
how's that preventing you from thinking rationally? There's no amount of money or safety or security or emotional support that is worth trading for these demons that want to butcher children in the womb and mutilate the children that survive and promote homosexuality and sodomy and all these things. There's no trade worth making in that regard. None. None at all. I don't care how much money they claim to give you. How much money they're going to give you. Oh, yeah, we're going to give you the student loan. I don't care what they say. It's not a trade worth making. It's not worth becoming someone's... Anyway, let me not get into trouble. Let me not get into trouble. I don't. Maybe this didn't make sense. This is something that I've been thinking about. God bless you guys. I hope that... Uh, that. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> hope you found this video helpful. God bless. Yes, boy.